Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatuli here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. We got Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos and you rolling with us. Here on a Tuesday evening in the Metroplex, unfortunate ending for your Dallas Mavericks in Cleveland. They fall 121 to 119 on a heave. On a heave. On a Max Struess heave from three to ultimately, really from the other, from the backcourt in order to, and a swish. That's the crazy thing. It went nothing but net. The clock went out. The red clock, the clock went red. Mm -hmm. The ball was still in the air. And then it was swish. Yeah, for just. I mean. Just a heartbreak. The crowd went wild. Um, It's still active tonight, even though the Mavs have fallen. As your Dallas Stars are in Colorado, they've been going for about a half hour, taking on the Avs. It's about six minutes left in the first period, and the Stars are down 2-1 to against the Avalanche. It's a tough team. We knew that was going to be an issue. Uh, Stan Coven, Logan Stan Coven, still out here. um, Making his, you know, making his presence felt as he scores very early into the first period. So he scores a second goal as a Dallas star. It's he, he is, he's proven to be useful for your team, but they're going to need a little bit more as of right now. They trail two to one. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening there uh, in Denver. But right now it is a uh, combine week. Actually, before we get to that, we were talking about uh, your favorite smells in the world and you can keep those going over the course of the evening for the eight one seven bacon in the morning. Yes. That's a great oh smell. Just somebody's cooking breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, or somebody's being a jerk and had lit one of those. Have you seen those bacon candles or what have you? They had a bacon candle? They do. That's they so do. Wrong. And it's awful because you wake up, you're just like, you oh. You want it. That's like, you want right, some time bacon. to eat. And she's like, no, it's not there. There's, it's not there. From the 314, they said flavor hookah tobacco. Um, Not a huge hookah guy, but I have done it. I get you. I feel it. Um, And then from the 972, popcorn in a movie theater. And mm. <laughs> Auntie Anne's pretzels, was somebody mentioned. Somebody said, sometimes when I smell leather oil, it reminds me of baseball time. Shout out to her, oh, see her. And then on the 214, they said, don't forget, old lady perfume. Reminds Remind me, me of my, my granny. That's right. That's <laughs> right. All, all the good memories that come with smells. Uh, keep letting us know your favorite smells in the world over the course of the program. But like I said, combine week in Indy. We got a lot of audio from various and just responses from various um, you know, important folks in the NBA or NFL rather today. Uh, we were talking earlier about some of the things that Stephen Jones said when the media caught up with him today. Dan Quinn, obviously the head, new head coach of the Washington Commandos, was talking earlier today. I saw Dan Campbell talking 
Uh, we saw the Vikings general manager, Browns general manager, all sorts of folks talking out in India. It does serve as that kind of that convention, but no Mike McCarthy. No, no Mike McCarthy. And him him the- and Mike Zimmer both in town. In Dallas, Florida. yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zimmer catching up with the Cowboys. He got catch with the Cowboys for you. But you, you were, and this is the second year in a row Mike McCarthy hadn't been there. But you said something kind of interesting. Mike McCarthy, you would think he might want to, uh, you know, get some intel, meet and greet, rub shoulders, rub some shoulders, all those things, right? Yeah. Or rub elbows, I guess, is ultimately the, the phrase that you're supposed to use yeah. there. But yeah, I, I would have anticipated that maybe that some of that. But I guess he finds himself more productive remaining. In DFW, so that's what he's doing. But let's talk about some, you know, big questions when it comes to uh, the NFL Combine 2024. And the big one early on is just what's going to be the big storyline. One of the things that comes up is quarterbacks, right? Obviously, Mm -hmm. the quarterbacks, Caleb Williams isn't throwing. um, And then also we know that um, we know that Jane Daniels isn't throwing. We know that Drake May is not going to get involved. So those are kind of the top three, I think, that people have kind of considered as the guys that will probably go up there. But that likely we're still getting Michael Penix Jr. throwing. We're still getting Bo Nix throwing. And I believe J.J. McCarthy also throwing. And all those guys are very intriguing. Those are guys that we talked about Mm -hmm. as possibly making an impact on the first round because those are guys that some people view as maybe second-round quarterbacks. But every once in a while, and I know J.J. McCarthy is one of those ones that people are giving buzz to as a top-10 pick. In fact, Brian Broaddus himself feels like I think he has a little bit of appreciation for, um, or I guess less of an appreciation for Drake May, and maybe that pushes some of these other guys upwards. So that that's yeah, going to be a big reason, one. For some reason, Broaddus don't like Drake May. Yeah. He got him like a second-round tag. Right, right. right. Himself and, oh, my goodness, who else was making that note earlier today? So I do apologize for not remembering that. But, yeah, it's the quarterbacks end up being such a big deal because we all know that as, as draft prospects, quarterbacks are the ones – that feel like they could change the direction and the possible prosperity of a franchise. Ask Brock Purdy. Brock, I mean, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, that that storyline. We talked about that a ton. But we've seen the ways in which teams will mortgage their franchise to go get a quarterback, and we've seen the ways that a quarterback could seemingly change the entirety of the way that a team is, you know, viewed. Now, obviously, other things come into it, but I always think, I think of like the Cincinnati Bengals, who historically have consistently been a cheap franchise, a franchise that is not well regarded around the league and some of those types of things. And now you get Joe Burrow and the ability to win yep. consistently and all of a sudden there seems to be a little bit more willingness by that mm-hmm. franchise to spend and they don't they don't look like themselves, mm-hmm. right? And so that's another thing. Also another part of this is we talk about it's a deep offensive tackles uh, draft. There's yep. a lot of offensive tackles. So Joe Alt in Notre Dame is a guy. Olu Fashanu is going to be a guy out of Penn State. Like, those guys, and then also wide receivers, because you talk about MHJ out of Ohio State, the wide receiver. Marvin um, Harrison Jr. I'll say his name because he ain't his daddy. I feel so uncomfortable. Uh, and then Malik Neighbors, who is another one. Like, there's a lot of people jockeying about who are these guys, but then also who is wide receiver three, because there's a lot of other guys you could look at. Roma Dunze, who was really good at Washington, Troy Franklin, Brian Thomas Jr., all sorts of wide receivers that maybe one of these guys will really solidify themselves, or maybe a wide receiver that – is you know the tape is solid, but then maybe they do something special when it comes to some of these drills that make some pop for for various people involved. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys when they go shopping, and you know they're gonna look at these guys um, out the combine. But I'm thinking they should be looking for a center, mm-hmm. a running back. I'm not saying get rid of Tony Pollard. I'm talking about you got to get another one though. If you keep Tony Pollard, whether I mean just get another running back, uh, a defensive tackle, a linebacker. Am I leaving somebody out? That's, to me, the top four. Center, running back, defensive tackle, 
and linebacker. Yes, and thank you, uh, see her mention that Merrill Hodge was the one who had the Drake May take that he was not feeling. Okay, thank you. Drake May. But, yeah, those, those feel like the, the major positions, center, possibly tackle, especially with how deep it is and the fact that Tyron Smith is not a, a guy that you are viewing as the future Long at this term, point, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. maybe maybe you bring this might him be back. His last season. Right, he's an unrestricted free agent, but maybe you bring him back for another season as it seems mm-hmm. like he doesn't want to retire, all reporting points to. Um, but maybe you bring him back and he's able to continue to give you a good amount of play with, you know, I think the, the circumstances that they seem to have built where don't, you know, give no him vet days, don't practice him, just get out there, do the thing that we know you could do, and maybe that works. But maybe you go the tackle route as there's a lot of them that are available and maybe you get your guy of the future at left tackle that seems like they're very comfortable with him, or Tyler Smith, that is, at guard. In fact, earlier today, Stephen Jones made mention that he, he had the nerve to mention Larry Allen when talking in some ways about Tyler Smith. And so – that, that's high praise, and that makes me think that they would feel very good about if he could p- continue playing guard for them. Yeah, he, he basically said, Larry Allen didn't come to this team as a guard, and look at him. He's in the Hall of Fame. So everybody's been impressed with Tyler Smith and the way he's playing. He's very comfortable left guard, and it's like, why move him? Again, the move might be to make is to draft a left tackle and let him get good, and when Tyler Tyron is ready to retire, maybe at the end of the season, you don't know then it's time to just move in that other guy and let, you know, Tyler keep dominating and left guard. And because he could have said Zach Martin, because Zach Martin, he wasn't drafted to be a right, right guard. And there he is. Yeah. That, and that, hall that of is Famer. true. There he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hall of famer. As we continue talking about some of like the big storylines, big things that are happening at the combine. Um, CBS sports talked about the prospects that they think will erupt at the combine. Uh, Chop Robinson out of Penn State is one of the guys that they bring up. Um, the idea, Chop Robinson hasn't gotten a lot of talk necessarily when discussing edge rushers, but he's a little undersized, high motor, um, and just like maybe the testing will give a lot of people a little bit of a, a taste of what he's capable of. Another guy that comes up, Troy Franklin, I mentioned him a little bit earlier out of Oregon, that wide receiver, six-footer, right, or well over six-foot, and a little bit light, but, you know, has the build to, like, really run he got a gear. in the dash. And so maybe maybe he just ends up looking so fast. Because I know that – I don't think we still have, like, the spirit of Al Davis going around the league at times. But, you know, every once in a while you get that, that real low number on that 40 and someone's just like, oh, I must take him. And I must I, take him just to spread this field. Just got to see. Just got to see. In fact – uh, Stretch the field. As we go – Stretch that defense. Right. As we go up trying to find out who might run the fastest – uh, I'll, I'll take you to the NFL, like, uh, combine, maybe, like, top high school 100-meter runners, right, mm-hmm. of the guys that are in the combine. Tyler Owens, who was a safety out of Texas Tech, shout-out to the Red Raiders, he went, he ran a 10-2-9-100 in high school. Ooh. And so Smoke. that that might really track to him being very, very fast in the 40. And I don't know if that actually means anything for, like, his draft availability or, a, you know, possibility to be drafted highly. But I think – the 40 might be one of the few things that just in and of itself is entertaining to those of us on the outside. And so go go Tyler Owens. I would love to see him just go ahead and tear this thing oh, you up. You see those highlights of the 40. Yeah. Especially if people act up, and especially if it's a big man doing it good. Right. I, I love seeing the, mm-hmm. I, That's one of the things I love about the 40 in the, in the combine is just seeing, like, the big man run. Rumble. Because young it, man rumble. It just, I think it serves as a reminder for anybody that ends up talking just a little bit disrespectful about alignment sometimes, 
These dudes are not like the big sloppies that we try and make. No. These dudes are athletes. Mm-hmm. Three syllables, right? Like these dudes athletes. are crazy athletic. And I love seeing it. It gets highlighted in this. And then somebody, Camp Paranormal, mentioned Hook'em in a way. And I do want to appreciate that because Xavier Worthy, out of text, the wide receiver, mm-hmm. I think that he could be really interesting. Yeah, to, he is. He's when it comes to like I like running fastest on the, the four. Yeah, I like the way he catches the ball too, especially on the right there on the on the. I mean, he's got good feet. He's he's got some good moves too. I just like the way he plays. Is there anything that you are like interested in or wanting to get a little bit more insight into over the course of the week at the combine? I want to see which quarterback that they just lose their minds over and see. In other words. It's always somebody we didn't know he and he does a great thing. And who's, who's a combine like, champ of quarterbacks? Yeah, like Anthony, Anthony uh, what's his name from the coast? Anthony Legend? Richardson. Yeah, Richardson. Nope. I mean, I was like, Anthony, yeah, he looks good, but I mean, he won the combine, and I'll be damned if he didn't look good in September. Yeah, I feel like you might have an opportunity to have like Michael Penix do a little bit of that, just because yeah. the arm yeah, ends up looking he gets really good. Talent. He can throw some passes, even though he's kind of he's like an oddly antiquated quarterback in a way. Like he does not have necessarily the mobility that we look mm-hmm. at, and at least I look at when it comes to like modern he sh- quarterbacks. He should show out because he went to, before it was uh, over in Washington. It was Washington, right? Yeah, before he was in Washington, he was at Purdue. That's right there in Indianapolis, Indiana. Indiana. Oh, he went to Indiana. Yeah. That's still not down. That's down the street. Right, right, right. home. You got to show out. <laughs> yeah, you, sh- you should be comfortable, young man. Although, uh, how is he, like 24? A little, little bit less young. But, no, I'm, I'm super excited to see, like, yeah, that. Did you, just, also, call, you, have, did you just call him Stetson? Well, I, I wouldn't call him Stetson because he's going to be next to Bo Nix, who is out there as well, <laughs> right? You're going to have a lot of dudes who are uh, getting close to the, the Social Security checks out there. tossing football. Whiskers. But I, I do wonder if that will make it even nicer when it comes to, like, just watching the drills of this. Because, again, the drills of it might not matter a ton when it comes to, like, the actual evaluation necessarily that that tape is going to rule supreme, but it ends up being just another data point in a way. However, if you're just consuming this for what, you know, just what it is and as it is, I think that you have like you have like a level of um, experience when it comes to some of these quarterbacks that might make it so that it just looks real fun if you are simply involved in the underwear Olympics of it all. So yeah, those are some of the big questions for the NFL Combine as mm-hmm. it's going on this weekend, um, and that's us talking about it here on the Get Right, right here on one oh five three The Fan in uh, Colorado. They are at the first intermission now. It's still two to one in favor of the Avs. Your stars. Uh, Man, looking to try and contend and compete with a really big foe in that central division. And so we're going to keep you up to date with what's happening there. And get back to the winning ways after losing last night. That's right. Absolutely. Um, And really try and get that one off their minds. Man, a couple of, I guess, heartbreakers in a way for Dallas sports in the last two days. So last 24 hours. Yeah, stars losing overtime and quickly in overtime. And then Mavericks on a gut punch. Just heave. Just described it as it was a heave. It really was. And so, oof, uh, we might talk a little bit more about that. But coming up next, I do want to talk about this. Tim Cato of The Athletic put out a really interesting piece about Luke Doncic and how he nurses, nurtures rather his trick shot affinity. Let's talk a little bit about Luke doing the fun things. We'll do it next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3. The Fan Reginald's Attitude here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you, Dan. Thanks for rolling with us on a Tuesday evening in the Metroplex. Uh, a real unfortunate loss by the Dallas Mavericks. Really, I, 
This is crazy. Not not very much through the fault of their own at all, really. Mm-hmm. It just felt like the Cavaliers got wildly hot knocking down shots. And, of course, they 59-foot buzzer beater is what it's being listed as by Max Struess of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ultimately uh, negates what was a P.J. Washington dunk with two seconds left to put the yep. Mavs ahead. And just a damn shame. And pushes the Mavs into a loss where it looked like they had a win. It, um, it was just a shame. It, One, 121 to 119, yeah. and, and Strauss, by the way, because I was saying this, I was watching this while we were doing the show in the background behind your head mm-hmm. on, the, on the monitor, and I was like, Cleveland has just made seven straight threes yeah. to win this freaking game, and Max Strauss had five of them. Donovan Mitchell even had a bank three. I'm, it was just crazy shots, and Strews at one point made four threes in 67 seconds. 67 seconds. Yeah, I do wonder at one point we're going to look at that because that's what, 12.67 seconds? That's that's notable. That is notable. The Mavs sit at eighth. Uh, they remain at eighth. This instance, they are a half game behind Sacramento at seven, and they are now a game and a half behind the Pels as the Pels got, uh, had some things shift up for them. But still, a game and a half stands between the fifth seed and the eighth seed. They are not super far away. It's only February. It still is only February. By the way, Luca had 45 points, 14 assists. His birthday is tomorrow. is going to turn 25. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, we had Bobby Carella on from DallasMavs.com a little earlier. And for those who are paying attention to what's different with the new guys, the on this road trip, Rick Carlisle in Indiana, the coach here at Cleveland. They, J.B. Bakerstaff. Yeah, Bakerstaff. They have decided to not double-team Luka, not double-team Kyrie. Just let those two score it well and see what the other guys do. Yeah. They, 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 Straight up de- defense. Definitely saw a lot of like show and recover happening for the Cavs where they were just trying to stay in front of them, not let them get downhill. Luka, Doncic specifically. And so they're really respecting the passing of Luka Doncic. Yep. And not allowing the really crazy easy shots that he creates on the other end, which, I mean, you can kind of see if you look at the box score, and it's it's just Luka and Kyrie, and so it's like make them make them create things. But also in not allowing that passing, that initial pass, you're limiting the ball movement. The ball exactly. is not going to get jumping around. You're not going to have fact, a rotation that comes In the comes end of the game, they only have 15 assists a season low. And they did not have very many assists in this one either. I was noticing that during the course of the game. I'll need to get the exact stat on that but yeah it did not feel like they had it to 23 assists which compared to the 35 that the Cleveland Cavaliers had in this game gives you a little bit of insight into yeah uh not that you did not would not believe Bobby Corella do that absolutely uh does his work um and his homework but yeah that does kind of speak to the ways in which I don't know if this is going to be a trend or as Bobby was mentioning is this this is just a you know a specific thing that happens with a, a couple of teams as they match up with their personnel, and this is the best practice for them. With their length. But this team, and we mentioned that, right? I, we were talking mm-hmm. about during the game where it's just like, man, the Cleveland Cavaliers are getting into into spaces because of their length that the Mavs do not seem like all that comfortable with, things that they may, may not even be wildly familiar with going up against because of the length of the likes of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, long mm-hmm. guys. And then also you still have guys like um, Isaac Okoro, guys like uh, Karis LeVert, long arms that are poking their hands into various places. But, yeah, 121-119 um, was the score in favor of the Cavs. Mavs uh, have – they're on their way to take on the Toronto Raptors on Thursday um, in Toronto. And so, yeah, they, they'll bounce back quickly or they'll have to bounce back quickly 
Uh, actually, no, they sorry, they play tomorrow. tomorrow. My That's apologies. What I was saying. Yeah, they, you're right. They flew out. That's right. So they they have that game and tomorrow. Cleveland's playing at Chicago tomorrow. Yeah, look, the league moves on. You can't dwell mm-hmm. on anything can't dwell for on too anything. long. Shake it off. That's right. Um, now I don't have a good transition. I was going to try and make a good transition, but Tim Cato of the Athletic. Well, very we did good. talk about Luca. We did talk about Luca. Forty-five I points. Can, that can be the transition. That was the transition I was thinking about. I appreciate you. I do. I apologize for not getting that alley oop, getting that assist for you. But uh, Luka Doncic uh, was the, the focus of his latest piece earlier today, Tim Cato. And it specifically talks about the Luka magic that you might not see, right? We see Luka Doncic sometimes knock down crazy shots. And he maintains, I work on that. In fact, he was on the old man of the three uh-huh, JJ a few Redick. weeks ago with J.J. Reddick. And he was, he was you know, reiterating that. He's like, no, I, I work on that. And Tim Cato was speaking to that in this piece that he writes about, like, his his. Luka Doncic, and he, he, you know, qualifies it as a trick shot addiction in a way. And you can see this a ton, right? We see this if you are somebody who, you know, when you get a ticket to the game, you make sure you show up real early. Mm-hmm. Or obviously as media, and especially for you as game ops that are making sure the game goes, you're there early enough. I got a pregame show with Bobby Carella that we do that we have to wait on Luka to start. Yeah, because these guys are going to get out there. They're going to do their individual warm-ups and, you know, get themselves ready for the game. And Luka Doncic is, is a very interesting uh, situation now you'll definitely hear slovenian music getting mm-hmm. played uh Shippy. in the arena dj shippy will make sure that that's being done uh by hooker by crook but then during the course of that luka Doncic will do his work right the things that you probably mm-hmm. you don't see and maybe you take for granted if you're not there a couple hours before the game that he's not in a, he's he's getting that normal work in but then he gets into the space where he's throwing up all sorts of wild shots that look like they're going to touch the rafters. He's throwing up half-court shots. He's turning around backwards and throwing behind-the-back half-court shots. And the thing about it is, when he does this, it's very evident that he's not just heaving in a way with like no, kind of the reckless abandon that, that practicing. he absolutely is. And, in fact, he said as much, right? Um, he was asked maybe a few weeks ago or maybe earlier this month, and he said, quote, I'm just making up my own shots. In practice, I just try it, right? Um, and he, he's, you know, he said, "quote I be telling him I ain't never seen nobody as good as you." That's Dennis Jr. talking about uh, when he was playing with Luka Doncic mm-hmm. and the ways in which these shots go in, and the ways in which he he's making really tough shots. In fact, you know this, you see this. Uh, there's a couple assistants, uh, Daryl Armstrong and Guy Sham God, mm-hmm. that they have like an ongoing push-up bet where if Luka Doncic makes some of these absurd shots, they got to get down and give him five. Yeah, it's a half-court shot before when he's trying to wrap things up and go back to the locker room. If he makes if he makes the half-court shot, they got to do push-ups. If he misses, and he'll take a couple of attempts. Mm-hmm. If he misses it, he's got to do push-ups. Yeah. So it's 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 always fun. It's always interesting. But you're talking about he does he just? I mean, it's an amazing, he works hard at this. Yeah, because you just never know when it's going to happen. One of the things you're talking about, Dennis Smith. I have never seen anybody like him. I asked one of the assistant coaches when rookie when uh, Luca was a rookie. Mm-hmm. I said, I have never ever seen somebody make all these shots. And this coach said, Luca was born with a horseshoe up his ass. <laughs> that's that's the easy explanation. But, like, take from God, Sham God, right, one of the mm-hmm. assistant coaches. I believe he's in charge of player development, correct? Yep. Um, he said, quote, it's not just some BS. I, I, call, I say Sham's in, in charge of handles because outside of Kyrie, nobody in NBA got handles like that's Sham That's correct. God. I mean, he's, he's got, got a, 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 he's got a whole move. He's got a move named, named after him. So. Yeah, absolutely. And he said, quote, he's not just throwing the ball to the rim. He's really trying to make it. And yeah. it's something that – 
you you kind of take for granted until you get into those places. It's funny because I grew up uh, for a long time in my life as like a single child, and I was one of those kids that was lucky enough though out front basketball rim, and mm-hmm. so. You can shoot for a while. Shooting can get boring a little bit, especially as a child, right? And you add that imagination and, you know, you start doing your countdowns. But I used to do all sorts of, like, trick shots myself in the, in the, in the you know, front yard or mm-hmm. in the front um, driveway. And I, when I started playing basketball, like, more organized or even, like, you go to the rack and play, those things translated. And people were like, no way you're hitting that. And what they didn't realize is that I'd spent a long time doing exactly. that. Exactly. And we're seeing the ways in which Luka Doncic doing that stuff that would often be looked at as nonsense ends up uh, ends up helping him in these games because he gets put into absurd situations and because of the ways that people throw bodies at him or the different you know odd circumstances that he the might angles. find himself as angles. And we've seen multiple times him utilize that to his benefit, and it's one of the things that makes him just another level of good, and it speaks to just how good the great players are, is that not only is it that they do the great things in somewhat a routine way, they also make the the absurd seem possible. And you know what? Maybe this can help save All-Star Weekend. We were talking about this casually last night when I was talking about – uh, how some of the greatest players in the NBA went and played basketball in Roger Staubach's backyard, had them playing horse. Listen, everybody saw Luka and Jokic cutting up. They're playing knockout. They're right. messing around, yep. killing time, whatever. And you even saw the video of him and Derek Lively, and he was calling bounce before he made one of those absurd shots. Imagine some of the best players in the world, instead of playing in a BS game that don't mean much, were playing knockout or playing horse coming up with shots, and they had something on the line. I'm not necessarily saying money, but something on the line, bragging rights, whatever it is, because those guys are very competitive. Yeah. And you <laughs> know they can come up with some of the most creative shots you ain't never thought of. Think about it. Not just Luka, Steph Curry. Yeah. Shoot, LeBron comes up with crazy shots. Yeah. In fact, it, it might have been this past week that we saw Luka Doncic. Uh, it was. It was actually yeah, it was it was yesterday. Yesterday that we got a video of them at the Cleveland Cavaliers practice. Yep. Where a I th- full length shot, full, full length court shot, shot, and nothing but net. Nothing but net. Um, in a way, <laughs> I shouldn't say. Uh oh, you you you're gonna fully hold that one back. You're not letting I'm that not shot get off. That. Okay, all Pay, right. Payback. <laughs> oh no, that's terrible. Oh no, but it kind of. It kind of. It kind of. But yeah, I mean, and this is the thing: is if you my house. What one thing that I mean, if you were in a situation where it's like, hey man. You need you need to get a shot off in two seconds. In the other way, mm-hmm. Luka Doncic Luka, from half that. court feels a lot a lot more like a, a given in a way. And that fifty nine footer that 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 beat the Mavericks, mm-hmm. that, Luka practices that all the time. In fact, after he does the half court stuff with with, with Sham and Da, yeah, he will actually take one of those shots. Like, uh, I mean, when he's going into the and, and this isn't about uh, doing push ups, but he will take a shot right. I guess it's a fifty footer. I'm serious. Right over there. Uh what's that little line called? This little line right there. I, that's where the coaches gotta stay in their box. I guess. Uh, the, the, I guess we would call it the break in a way. Yeah. yeah. So that's where he shoots it. And he's practicing that too. And for those who get to the game, you know, uh maybe games at seven thirty, get there about seven, when all the player Maverick players are doing shenanigans. We're not talking about that. Yeah, no, we're that, talking about way before that. Right, right, right. Because this that, is not shenanigans. That, and I know that Jay Z Kid kind of talks about that, just kind of keeping those guys loose. loose. But I mean, Luca ends up being like the last guy to get his individual work in. But they're starting for what, maybe two hours before the game. You know who's their earliest? 
Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie likes getting his work in early. Nobody's there. He's in there with his headphones on, and he is getting the work in. But, I mean, from like maybe three, two, three hours before the game up until Mm -hmm. maybe 45 minutes when Luka gets his, Mm -hmm. his work in, those guys are doing the, – they're getting their work. And I know that I and was – there's another gym in that building. Yes. At the American Airlines Center, there's a lower practice court down there. So you might see some guys down there that are not even on the floor right. at the American Airlines Center. I know I was lucky enough that uh, the Thunder game on that Saturday, which mm-hmm. was the first game that, uh, that P.J. Washington and uh, Daniel Gafford played, I was fortunate enough I got there just in time to see P.J. Washington go to work. And I saw the floater that he likes to put out mm-hmm. there. And I saw them working him – on those corner threes, and it's, I mean, the, the, this is the time where they work on the stuff that matters, and I think it it is interesting to note that Luka Doncic includes that, and so I, I found that to be an interesting piece by T- Tim Cato about that that portion of his, his game, workout, yeah, for There's, sure. It's not accidental. It's not luck. He worked hard at that stuff, and it happens literally. If you get there at the American Airlines Center, if it's a seven thirty game, you get there at six thirty. That's when Luka comes out of the locker room, and again. After he does all of his stuff, we, we got to wait. Me and Bobby Corella do a pregame show, get you prepped for this game, tell what the Mavericks been doing, what's going to happen tonight, give you uh, intel on the other team, what's going to go on. But we have to wait for Luka. And Shippy got the Slovenian music. That's when you know he stepped on the court. <laughs> Here come Luka. And, I mean, I feel like if you have been to a Mavs game, you probably know this. But if you don't, make sure that you try and get there a little bit early. Make sure you mm-hmm. try and get there about an hour before so you can take part of the festivities and see some mm-hmm. of the – I mean, obviously, it ends up being fun for the fans to see kind of the wild shots that he puts up, but mm-hmm. also know it's, that it's, it's up there with Steph Curry now. Steph Curry, there's thousands of fans that watch right. him do his his pregame rituals. There, there's some purpose to it, and you, you get a, you get an even better appreciation for the great player that is Luka Doncic. Uh, unfortunately, tonight, uh, that greatness does not translate to a win for your Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic puts up 45 of them things. Still, one rebound shy of a triple double. That's right, and forty-five, nine, and fourteen. Yeah, and unfortunately, it does not work out to a win for the Mavericks. They'll be back in action tomorrow evening against the Toronto Raptors in Toronto. It's the get right right here on one hundred five three. The fan and on the two and four, they said make it pig for time purposes, as opposed to horse. Yeah, and the uh, in get the All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. I I'd like to hear it. Uh, but coming up next. Let's get into a little sharing time, have a little fun. We'll do it next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Tuesday evening in the Metroplex. Ross Bensky's on the ones and twos as well. Thank you, sir. 
A third goal has been scored by the Colorado Avalanche oh, in uh, that game in Denver. It is 3-1 in favor of the Avs. Um, yeah, yeah. Second period, about 13 minutes, or about, sorry, actually, yeah, about 13 minutes left in that second period. So, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're behind, but there's still plenty of hockey to be played at Ball Arena there. Uh, hopefully your stars can maybe make this a little bit more interesting. Odger in goal for this one. But right now, um, here on the Get Right, let's do a little sharing time on this evening. CA, do you have anything that you would like to share? Oh, maybe. Um, Just a couple of facts. Okay, yeah. sure. I was just looking up this one thing because I got this thing in this email. Well, I, I was trying to decipher talk about uh, my issues changing our phone oh yeah let's do that because i that's okay. actually that's a good one right uh okay you do have a nice looking new phone uh, uh also i think one of the biggest tells is not the phone itself but the new case yeah, ends case. up giving you it's a big giveaway on i have the to new give phone. you credit on the case D- really? i got this case because my phone was going down uh last week mm-hmm. and you pulled out the anchor uh charger yeah the little block yeah 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 and that I I didn't have a case that my my case was like an old standard case. If you just want to lay the phone on the box, just lay it on. Oh, there. to like do the wireless charging. Yeah, you have to have a different case, and this is one of the reasons why I got that case. Very but nice. The number one reason I got the upgrade in the phone. I had a, I had this particular phone for like it's just the it's just the uh, Android, it's just a Samsung Android, nothing special, an A50, and I had it for years. Uh, and then when that AT and T stuff started happening. How come my phone started going oh, crazy? Oh, no. Yes. Are you getting that $5 that AT&T is supposed to I don't have everybody? AT&T. I have Spectrum. Oh, But what? somehow or another, my my text started disappearing. I wonder and if. And then they would show up 12 hours later in bulk. You can't live like that. No. Especially everybody not for an important person like you. Man, I you know, during basketball games, that's how people communicate with Right. Me. We need you over here. Or, hey, Chris, I'm at the game. Can oh, you come over no. here? Yeah. That Phoenix game had no text. Oh, my goodness. I said, I got to get me a different phone. Well, part of the process of changing phones is in today's day and age of hacking and stuff like that. Uh Uh-huh. Man, when you want to reload your apps, first of all, I got all these texts and I got all these contacts that you just cannot lose. So instead of just switching the data and it only takes like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, Mine took like three hours. Right. Because I got all kinds of stuff. You, you know people, transfer. baby. You know, know you know a lot of folks. I can't lose nothing right. in the phone. Well, the other part about it was I had an app that had all of my passwords in it. Oh, you had a password manager. Yes. But the password manager didn't transfer over? Guess what? The password manager, I bought it or I got it in uh, 2011 and it worked so good. I just kept it. They... Stop doing it. Oh, they out of the game. They out of the game. Oh. But my password always, I mean, my app always worked. Because the app was just, it was there. Well, guess what? That app didn't transfer to my new phone. Oh, no. So I got all these different apps, and I'm like, okay. What's and the, guess what? What's login? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know the passwords. I didn't. And some of them asked for two-party verification. Oh, yeah, the two-factor verification. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. I've been going through hell. I can only imagine. I'm just saying, because... Of tight security. And then, of course, all the apps like, was this you that just changed? It's like, yes, it's pass- me. Leave me alone. Was this you that just <laughs> entered in? We see a different phone. Is this really you? And then some of them said, you tried too many times. We're not going to let you change it. Are you or, serious? We're not going to let you in. You tried too many times. Oh, too many attempts. that is awful. They turned off my Zelle. 
Well, then people don't need to be getting money from you no way. They can. They, 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 can tell, they said, this phone number seems different. We're going to turn off your Zelle. Contact your bank. Oh, I'm like, what? Awful. you just been making a whole bunch of phone calls to Orsa's people, ain't you? I went through hell. Oh, my All goodness. All because you up, I just upgraded. I didn't even right. change service. I didn't change the brand. I Literally, it's another spectrum. But do you still I mean, have the old another phone, Android, Huh? Do you still oh, have yeah, that's phone? what saved me. Okay. Because I, I had to, in fact, I got the phone with me down in you the car. You got two remember, phones? Hey, as a matter of fact, <laughs> Reggie, you actually saved me yesterday because the the, uh, the text line, yeah. the truckwreck.com text line, remember, we got a... Uh, the logins, the yeah. logins. Well, guess what? It wouldn't open up, right? And I said, Reg, can you can you open up with yours for me? Yeah, no I problem. promise you, I have mine tomorrow. No problem. And you did. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask me. Which is look, I, I'll log into that anytime for you. No All problem. I can tell you is be aware when you transfer your data or when you change phones, you're gonna go through hell because people can hack nowadays. Yeah, and I also, I mean, I'll make sure that your, your password manager's a little up to date because, I mean, that caught you off guard there, and obviously not no fault of your own. You're, you had probably had no reason to think that it yeah. would not yep. transfer I, I wasn't planning on changing my phone. From the 214, this this kind of, you know, ha- raised my eyebrows because you mentioned this all happened after the, the AT&T, AT&T uh, uh-huh. you know, outage of the, service. The uh, sun, what do they call it? The, uh, what do they call this, this natural sun... Uh, well, like solar flare? Solar flare. Yeah, they called it a solar flare. Okay. I saw uh-huh. that it was coding, so I'm just like, I have no idea what the right answer is. Um, but from the 214, they said, my phone and Wi-Fi keeps messing up after since the issue. AT&T is sending a tech tomorrow. And like you mentioned, they're also giving people a $5 refund. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I hope that that helps. I hope that makes right all of the uh, whatever inconveniences that you may have had on that one day. But, yeah, the idea that I, I was surprised because, like, okay, if it's one person, maybe it's like, all right, this is an anomaly. Your phone just acted up. Two people is not necessarily a, a an entire uh, entirety of a thing. However, that does make me wonder how many people did have some mm-hmm. level of, like, hardware malfunction, whether it was mm-hmm. your phone, your internet, or what have you, just because there was an outage in yeah. service. Oh, you, 877 by the way, 469 says, welcome to the dark side of iPhone. Yeah, they say- Android. No, I'm going to tell you why I've never had an iPhone. Okay. Yeah. I actually had thought about it years ago. How come everybody in my family, my wife and kids, they're right. stealing each other's iPhone chargers? Oh. And I'm like, I ain't getting involved with this. As long as y'all stealing chargers, y'all ain't never going to steal mine. Well, they're coming for you soon. Is that what you were about to say? Well, I was just going to say that, like, that's kind of how, like, the whole phone system works now is that, like, they want you to buy the AirPods, the watch. So then it becomes like, oh, well, I don't want to switch. I've got all of these Samsung or Apple products. That's Mm -hmm. how they get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's well, how, by the way, one of my favorite phrases to hear said because you sound just a little crazy, regardless of how sane it is what you're saying. If you say that's how they get you, you sound like an insane person. <laughs> I don't make the rules, and it's not your fault. Like you, what you said, very reasonable, Ross. But when you get the that's how they get you, you sound like you sound like that's you got yarn. Hat. You sound like you got yarn at your apartment, and yeah. it's just all up and down <laughs> the walls, connecting various things that you clipped out Ooh. yourself with safety scissors. You know, that's what it sounds like. With the tinfoil hat and all. <laughs> but, yeah, um, they're going to come for your, your chargers here soon because I know that the European Union has kind of put in rules that they have to have a the universal USB-C chargers. Uh, so uh. coming up soon, Apple will have those on new phones. And, and so, so everybody can use those phones. And so they're going to be taking your chargers. That's oh, what I'm Lord. Give, give it at, at most, what, a year or two? They already, look, I got me one of those anchor blocks that you got there and took that. They t- oh no! You just go ahead and get you a whole grip of them. At this point, <laughs> just get real? you a whole whole grip of them so that they don't steal them. Another phrase make you look. It was China. 
<laughs> Another one of those phrases. That's from the uh, 469. Whenever you want to sound like you're just like, yeah, that's how yeah. they get you. Yeah. It was China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also for the 204. Yeah, I guess this could be my shared time as there's various things. But um, and the roof of your mouth. Well, OK, yes. The roof of my mouth. I you got people following I burned, up. The, I burned the mess out of the roof of my mouth on Saturday. Was it was incredible. Um, Still? It's better now. And so someone did send in, and I appreciate this person. Um, okay, from the 860, they said Apple already has them started in September. Okay, got you. The 15s are USB-C. So the Apple, uh, the that iPhone 15 mo- yeah. has the USB-C. Okay, I didn't know how how quickly they were implemented. But uh, it, they did do the USB-C, but it's not fast charging. So that can be next year's. Look at the big upgrade we've got. Of course, we have of fast course. charging. Wow, look at. They it's got in the script. Mind you, I learned this weekend also that uh, my Samsung can also super fast charge. And I was like, wait, super fast charge? Super. Those just came in the mail. <laughs> just got the super <laughs> fast chargers uh, in the mail. So shout out to that. And uh, I shout out to uh, iPhone users when eventually you do get super fast charging. I'm sure That's that'll come fair. eventually. No, I just say, man, whenever fast. it happens. It's always a battle. It's like OU versus Texas. <laughs> it's always a battle. But uh, yes, I burned the mess Phone out of my wars. mouth on some pizza on Saturday because I ate too soon. And it was still afflicting me yesterday. It's still kind of there, but it's less of an issue. Like, it's not as raw, so my brain does not constantly think, hey. And then also, whenever you have, like, you know how your tongue is just always naturally attracted to whatever is happening? Um, like, if you have that to loose tooth, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, somebody on the text line, let us know. Apparently, if you burn your mouth, just a, a, spoon a spoonful of sugar, sugar is supposed to help. Mary Poppins. I tried, yes. Yes, I felt very Mary Poppins. I tried it with two spoonfuls of sugar. And I was like, I don't feel very much different. But I can say today I feel better. Is that just another day and the healing would have happened? Or is it the sugar? I don't know. But I do feel better. So, I, I mean, in that way, I think it worked, right? Very nice. Very nice. There you go. A helpful, but, a helpful hint, not a wives' tale. Yeah, well, and it, even if it is, maybe it's the placebo effect. But the placebo effect made me feel better. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Um, but, yes, somebody did mention the idea that, that that's how you get you or how that's how they get you has transferred to another way, another place. Uh, did you see this story, CA, that apparently Wendy's is going to try surge pricing? I heard Chip Follow tease it, but I didn't hear the story. Yeah, so apparently what we have found out is that Wendy's is going to try in certain instances where um, it's it's more, I guess, more traffic or whatever, in the same way that we've seen with like Ubers, right? Where or ride shares, where you you know during times where peak periods, peak periods, they will then surge their pricing. What? Yeah, Dave. What are you, Dave? Have you lost your mind? Dave, I don't think Dave is still with us. To be completely oh, honest, I, I think, yeah, I think Dave is. I think Dave is no longer with us. But they are. The CEO announced that surge pricing will happen with the like menu. lunch hour. Um, here, let me see if I could double check on this. But apparently, um. Let me see if I get this right. Yes, so beginning as early as 2025, they're going to begin testing more enhanced features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings. Is that what they're calling it? Dynamic That's pricing. right. They, they, Raising they, our price. That's right. That's right. But also, technically, they could lower the price of different areas after they've raised it back to the price that you anticipated before. Um, and apparently, they will also have AI-enabled menu changes, so like suggestive selling, which, again, that doesn't sound like a benefit for the user. It sounds entirely like a benefit for the, for the company. Um, but yes, that, that's, that's, I don't know that we have specifically like the circumstances in which they would use those and they'd peak or whatever. Um, but yes, supposedly it would be moderate, right? 
uh, seeing as it's a, a, a hyper competitive industry. But if Wendy's goes up to like two or three, goes up two or three dollars on a dinner or a burger at dinner time, they said they'd be shocked. The uh, like somebody who was evaluating this, but still. Right, like this feels just like very much like price gouging, right? Like yes, that's it does. simply what we are talking about. The two one four says, watching the future, they're gonna have fast food monthly subscriptions, credit card swipes. That's insane. That's right. insane. But watch somebody try that but, mess. Because you just mentioned they're trying that stuff with uh, car tr- uh, printers, right? Yes, yeah. The, the a- a- HP wants that to be kind of subscription service with, when it comes to like uh, your ink and those types of things. So yeah, we're it, it's it's clearly beneficial for various things. Like there's all sorts of things that have gone subscription service. Your car wash, uh, instead of paying individual, you pay with that subscription service. I know a lot of people are on that. And so yeah, th- this is this is wild, man. Like mm-hmm. the food, the food surge pricing. Uh, every time, every time I open the news, you know how I'm, McDonald's can make some more money. What is that? In the summertime. This is like pricing for the summertime. Mm-hmm. Not raising a price or anything. They can just make more money in the summertime if they fix their damn shake machine. Well, that's that's uh, that's out, out of the question. That is a, that is a uh, I'm pretty sure they put that in the franchisee's contract. <laughs> right. That it's never the ice working. Cream, ice cream machine must be broken 75% of the time. And the times that uh-huh. it's not broken have to be at 2 a.m. on a Sunday. You have to be waiting in line at McDonald's for like an hour. Yeah, Just for that shake or that or that ice cream, and they said, "I'm sorry, sir, my machine is not working today." Yeah, that's Just, insane. Like, oof. the only way that this is beneficial is if if the price does not necessarily go up from where it is, but if it like goes down in off hours, right? If 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 that's what we're talking about, you maybe. Maybe, but I just can't. You can't trust a company to actually just to just have discounts and no no price hikes. I refuse to believe that that's possible. No, absolutely not. And in fact, um, unfortunately, I do like you know Uber Eats have food delivered from time oh, to time. That's, that's the scam already. Just oh from yeah, the baseline. Oh yeah, definitely. But like I like to a point where like uh, I can't remember where I got food from, but like I literally like looked at the menu and immediately was like, oh, your surcharge, your surcharging every single item so like a burger a fries whatever at least 50 cents to a dollar more like each individual when it comes to the door it's 55 dollars sir and to make sure that this segment is indeed sports from the 214 anthony davis here you called me ice cream machine because that's that's about how often he works that's right yeah exactly (laughs) speak close oh 682 says the conspiracy answers. The Russians are behind those ice cream machines breaking down. Search prices. That's how they get you. China. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. So get right, right here on 105.3 <laughs> The Fan. Thanks for rolling with us on a Tuesday yes, evening in the Metroplex. One more hour to go on this Tuesday, and we begin that hour by getting you your headlines on this evening. We'll do it next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.